Hey everyone, my name is Garrett Lamb, and this is Young Fundamentalist, helping build up Christians through convicting and inspiring thoughts from God's Word, striving together to help improve our love for God and our love for others. Hey everyone, this is your host Garrett Lamb, and this is Young Fundamentalist. And let's ask a couple questions to start this podcast. Some questions that I've been thinking about. We're going to talk about time. If you have a piece of paper, if you have some pen, a pen, if you have a little bit of time where you're at work or wherever you might be driving, if you're listening to this, think in your head and answer these questions. Simple questions, day-to-day things that we do. How much time do we spend on our phone each and every day? Do you have that time? Maybe you can check the weekly updates that you get on your iPhone if you have it. It'll show you exactly how much screen time you have. How about how many hours in a day do we sleep? How many hours in a day do you take to practice an instrument or maybe a a sport that you play? How many hours in in a day do you spend watching TV? How many hours in a day do you spend on YouTube, the internet, Instagram, Facebook? Each of you came up with some sort of time measurement that you had for that day and daily what you spend on those areas. Each and every one of us spend a different amount of time, I'm sure, on all of those things. But we all take the time to spend on at least one of those. Hopefully you sleep a little bit. But we all have one thing in common, and that is we have time. Today we have time, but we are not guaranteed to have that time tomorrow. Each and every day, our our bank account of time resets. We have 24 hours in a day, 1,440 minutes in a day, 86,400 seconds in a day. That's what we get today. That's what I get. That's what you get. You don't get any more than I do. I don't get any more than you do. We both have the same amount of time where we can get things accomplished, we can get things done, and there's no adding or taking away from that time today. I can't go back and get the seconds and the minutes that I had yesterday. I can't get the hours that I wasted yesterday. All I have is today. I can't reach into tomorrow and take some extra time and put it in my account for time today. No, we all get the same amount of time and it resets each and every day. The Bible talks about time in in a couple different areas. But today we're going to be in James chapter number 4 where a very familiar passage of scripture it talks about our time here on earth. In James chapter number 4, it says in verse number 13, Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and to continue there a year, and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, We shall live and do this or that. But now you rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. We see in verse number 14 and in verse number 13 as well, it talks about our time. It says, For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a moment and then vanisheth away. All of us can think of looking in the kitchen and our mom is fixing dinner or dad is fixing dinner and we have a stove and maybe they're cooking up 
something on the stove and and that vapor. I think of when I when I think of a vapor. I remember my mom used to fix corn on the cob. She put it in the in the pot on the stove and and uh, it would bring it out and all the steam is rising and she put it on a plate and stack it all up and and that steam would just rise from that corn. Man, I love corn on the cob. Butter and salt and man, that's good stuff. But I remember that vapor coming up off of that 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 food and going into the air and vanishing away very quickly. That is what the Bible describes our life as. It is here one second, and then the next second it's gone. And I don't mean to be down. I don't mean to be depressed, depressing today. I don't mean to, to get you in a mood, but that is the very much the reality that me and you one day will not have any more time. Our, our time bank account will permanently close, and we will have no more time. There won't be any overdrafts. There won't be any excess. No, it'll be done. It'll, everything will say zeros. And our time will be done. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a moment, then vanisheth away. Think about it. I'm 22 years old. The average man lives to be 70 years old in eight months. That is the average man. Now, there's a lot of people that die younger. There's a lot of people that die older. But that is the average of a man in America that lives today. I am 22 years old at this point. That means a third, pretty much a third of my life is already gone. I have already spent one third of my time at 22 years of age, if that remains true and I only were to live to 70 years old. That is very incredible, but I don't know. I don't have that guarantee. There is no guarantee that I'm going to make it to that age. I'm not guaranteed tomorrow is what the Bible says here. And so the question I have for you today is, is what is your life? What is your life? Is it something that you look at and you just want to have a good time and you like to go partying and going out drinking and, and doing all the things of, of this world that seem to bring pleasure and seem to bring this happiness, but yet you have to go back and turn back to it the next weekend. You have to go back and at night when you get back from work or during the day you go back and you go back to that alcohol. You go back to that little bit of drugs. You go back to that smoking. You go back to the entertainment of the world. You go back to your phone, your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, Twitter. You go back to the gossip, Hollywood. You go to the movies. Man, what is it that you spend your life doing? Because all of us have an identity, something that all of us are known for. You know, I don't want to be known for being famous on on Instagram. I don't want to be known for being famous on YouTube. I want to be known for loving and following our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And for you today that is listening, evaluate your life. Because most of you that are listening to this, your life is a third over if we live to the average. But you know, I know a lot of people that didn't get to that. They didn't get to that average. You know, there was a, a teenager that I grew up with. He uh, He was more... More when we were junior age and we hung out at church, he, he would ride the buses into church. And uh, this boy, his name was Harold. And Harold, man, he was just a, he was a funny kid. He was fun to be around and um, blonde hair, kind of taller, lanky, and uh, just a fun guy. And everybody enjoyed to be around him and he was funny. And Harold started getting away from church and kind of doing his own thing. 
and Harold got around the, around the wrong crowd, but this particular day he wasn't really doing anything wrong. But Harold was in the backyard, and they burned their, their trash in the backyard at his house, and what they were doing was they were throwing all the trash in there, and they were they were just being boys and, and you know, playing with fire, and I know I, I enjoy playing with fire. They were playing with fire and just messing around, having a good time, and Harold didn't know that when he was throwing in was an aerosol hairspray can. And as he threw that aerosol can into the fire, of course it exploded, and, and Harold got burns all over his body, from from his head to his to his hands and his arms. And Harold came back to church after being in the hospital and man having to go through that terrible pain and the bandages were still on his arms and he came back to church and he had been he had been out and, and Harold was now a, a young teenager uh, in junior high and, and Harold said, you know, I, I think that God maybe was trying to get my attention. Our youth pastor at the time saw him at a boys and girls club later on, a few months later. Harold had fallen back out of church. You know, Harold was living a, a good life, he thought, living it up. And he is now a young teenager, and, and all these things look shiny and new, and, and the things of the world that he thinks are just awesome and a good time. He, he looks at him, and he's very intrigued, and he falls away from church, and our youth pastor at the time saw him at a boys and girls club, and Harold just really, really wasn't interested in talking. He he really didn't pay much attention to our youth pastor and didn't really want to talk to him. And just a few short weeks later, Harold was with his friends, or so-called friends, and uh, Harold got in a car with them, and they started doing drugs. And Harold started overdosing, and his friends kind of freaked out and, and they didn't know what to do and they weren't sure what was going on with Harold and and of course Harold's just his body is reacting to the drugs that he has overdosed into his body and, and they freak out and these so called friends take Harold, dump him on the side of the road, and drive away. And Harold was left there and passed away that day as a young teenager. Now, are, are you going to end up where Harold did? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in your life. But Harold probably thought, you know, I, I have a long life to live. I've got a life of fullness, and man, I'm going to party it up, and I'll have a good time. And, you know, God, I'll, I'll give him his time when he when he needs it. And, and when I need God, and, and there's something in my life I, I need from him, you know, I'll go, I'll go to God. I'll get those answers, and I'll pray to him, and I'll be fine. But what Harold didn't know is he only had a short period of time in his life. And that time ended. And from that day that Harold had passed away from that overdose till now, he has been in eternity. He has not gotten that time back. He spent his time, and the clock hit zeros, and his time was up. And for those of you that are listening today, the Bible is very, very clear that we are not guaranteed tomorrow. I am not guaranteed to get into my car today and go to work and make it back from work. And you aren't either. Now the odds are that we will, but we're not guaranteed it. So let's look at eternity. Eternity is forever. Eternity is, is never ending. Our minds really can't wrap that thought around eternity. But for us, everything has an end. Our job has an end. We clock out. School has an end. Bills seem not to have an end, but they do have an end. 
everything has an end. And for me and for you, we think of our lives just everything has an end. But for eternity, that's forever. So we have our choices. We have heaven and we have hell. Those are our two choices. We have no purgatory. Purgatory, if you show me in the Bible, you can prove me wrong, but it is not in the Bible. It is not proven there is hell and there is heaven. Now, hell is a depressing thing. We don't like to talk about it, but Jesus himself talked more about hell than he did heaven. Jesus wanted us to know that there is a place called hell that none of us have to go to. God wants every single one of us to go to heaven. And so when we look at these two options, we can look at them for ourselves and we say, hey, I want to go to heaven. How do I do that? I accept Jesus Christ in my heart as my personal Savior. I believe that he's risen from the dead and he can take me to heaven. I do that. I make that choice and I ask him into my heart. Now we look at it of hell. Of course, nobody would pick hell. Nobody would want to go there. The the torment, the fire, the pain, the agony, the separation. There's so many things and reasons why we wouldn't want to go to hell. Now we can look at it for us. And I've made that choice. And for a lot of you out there, you've probably made that choice as well. You've You've accepted Christ in your heart. Or maybe you have rejected him. But for each and every one of us, it's not only about us, but it's about others. And for my time on earth, I don't want to be known as somebody that's selfish, only cares about what I need. But yet, I want to be somebody who cares for others. And that is exactly what the Bible teaches us. One of the two greatest commandments, love the Lord with all thy heart, soul, and mind. And secondly, love thy neighbor as thyself. And so for my time on earth, the time bank that I have, however much time I have from now until the day I die, I want my life to be spent not for Garrett Lamb, but for others. Who is the person in your life that you've given up on? Who is the person in your life that you had, had written off and you know they did you wrong and you're still bitter at them? Or maybe you know, you've tried and you've tried to reach out to them and they just don't really seem to want your help. Who is that person in your life? Because I plead with you and I beg you, please don't give up on them. God doesn't want you to give up on them. And life is all about others. We can get our selfishness and pride in the way, but it's all about others. And so today, think about the time that you have. Because when you die, you have the day that you were born and the day that you, the year that you died, and there's a dash in between. How are you going to spend that dash in between? Is that dash in between going to be full of disappointment? It's going to be full of uh, regret, hangovers, and and uh, feeling sick, and and going through life just looking for that next high, looking for that next party, looking for that next fun time? Or is it going to be a life spent for others? You will not find one Christian that has lived his life to the fullest for God that wouldn't say, you know, I'm really, really glad that I did that. You know, all that money that I gave to the mission field and the money that I gave to church and also the time invested that I I spent for others and and trying to get them to heaven and telling them how they can go and and all all these times I spent reading my Bible and praying to God, you know, I wish I wouldn't have wasted my time. You won't find You will not find somebody who says that. But day after day after day, there are people that are going into eternity that say, you know, I wish I would have done that. And as my pastor always says, you know, be glad that you did, not wish that you had. 
Be glad that for what you did in the past. Say, man, I look back at that and I'm glad I did that. Don't live your life and say, you know, I wish I would have. I wish I would have been more faithful to church. I wish I would have been more faithful to be a witness and to tell others about Christ. I wish I would have been in my Bible a little bit more and prayed a little bit more. I wish I would have been a servant for others. But yet you can look back and say, you know what? I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I spent my life as a servant, as a as a loving, caring, kind-hearted individual just trying to point people to Jesus Christ. So we talked about time. What are you going to do with your time today? What are you going to spend it on? You know, spend it on yourself, spend it, spend it on social media, spend it on your YouTube and, and the internet and maybe something that you practice. Or are you going to spend your time, more time, with the Lord? Because if I were to ask you the question, how much time did you spend with God on average every day? Probably wouldn't be too pretty. Probably wouldn't be too happy with that number. Let's reach this week. Let's reach this this today for a bigger, higher number that we have spent with God. It's not necessarily you have to spend hours and hours with God, but man, find a time with God and, and until he speaks to you, don't leave it. Man, don't leave that spot. God wants to speak to you today. Let him speak. I'm so glad that you listened in today. And I want to tell you, thank you so much for rating and reviewing the podcast. If you have not done so, go on Apple Podcasts. You can, if you have an iPhone um, on, on Spotify, you can do the same thing. And uh, if you like it, review it. Um, maybe write something. If it's been an encouragement to you, message me. If you've received encouragement, um, it's always a blessing to me when somebody messages me and tells me that this has been a blessing to them. Because the, that's the whole purpose, is for just an encouragement through this podcast that you would look at it and say, you know what, I'm challenged in this area. Because these are things that I was challenged in. You know, my time, I, I wish I would spend my time more wisely. But God wants you to spend your time more wisely. Let's do that. Thank you so much for joining us, and hopefully we'll see you on the podcast next time. Have a great day in Jesus.